Hey, can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me. Can y'all Perfect. hear me? Yeah, I got you. What's up, brother? Not a hey. whole lot, man. How you doing? Fantastic. Above ground, still fat and sassy. Who all's <laughs> here? Uh, Jordan. And you got Justin. Up, Jordan. And hey, Justin. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic with your host, me, Kyle Dunbar. And today we have our most famous guest ever. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I have been on a habit of saying that recently. And most of these people I've had on have have had a legitimate claim to be able to say that. However, I'm saying that preemptively here. Okay. Because what I envision for your band, yes, uh, is to go on to be Metalocalypse, Death Clock <laughs> level of stardom, <laughs> monopoly of minds, and political will. Okay. And, uh, it, and so let's just that. So I'm just saying that preemptively. Most famous guest we've had on yet. And, and um, this is Jordan Jarvis. Yeah. And you've brought with you Justin from your band as well. What's the, Justin, what do you do in the band? I play guitar. Okay. And Jordan, you yeah. are a fucking drummer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And by fucking drummer, I mean, there are these groups of people who they live drums. And you'll know them because when you're hanging out with them, you hate it kind of a little so you're at right you're you you can speak to this i'm sure justin you're you're at the kfc you're sitting down you're getting yourself a bowl full of you know fattening serotonin and tryptophan goodness with a little bit of of, of chicken inside and as you're eating that jordan's over there tap 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 hey i need two uh two knives with my meal please why would you have yeah. two knives because i <laughs> i forgot my drumsticks and i need to annoy everybody at the table somehow yep one hundred percent. That's the guy. <laughs> I say that in the most loving way too. I hope. I hope to say because uh, honestly, the what the heart of music is rhythm, and that is in percussion. And the first music we ever made was percussive. I wasn't there, but I can imagine. Um, <laughs> so I also say that, and thank you for annoying us throughout our lunches because you have also given us as drummers some of the greatest uh you know music and the greatest enjoyment in life that is music that allows us to have a soundtrack am i preambling enough that is way too much preamble let's get into this jordan every fucking weekend <laughs> every weekday okay a little bit of peace in the neighborhood no mm -mm. nope Nope. Nope. Constantly uh, some, always practicing. <laughs> but it would bring us to us. Jordan grew up in the neighborhood uh, right around the tattoo shop that I owned and lived in very close proximity to, like right next door. Yeah. And, much. and I hopped around that neighborhood. I think you did, too. You or did you stay in this? Are you still in the same house? No, I am actually all the way out in Flushing now. OK, right on. Well, so Jordan used to wake up the neighborhood. And honestly, it would draw people to it because Jordan's a very talented drummer. Oh, I don't know. That's where where uh, Justin was supposed to be like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I really thought about it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to let him have this. <laughs> no, I'm okay. let him have his moment. <laughs> and and the, what is the band you have? Because you, you let's I got to be honest, brother, you got a hold of me. I don't have yep. to be honest. I could lie. And you said, hey, man, Kyle's got this podcast. And uh, I would like to be on it. 
And I was like, hell yeah. If it's for no other reason to shake my fist at the kid that woke us up on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it I'm isn't totally for that. Down for that. I'm totally down for that too. Whatever but you it's want. It's really man. to find out where you Cause we knew you were going far. Uh, I still predict that for you. Where are we at now with your band? Uh, so currently we just dropped a single with a music video. It's an acoustic single. Um, it's of our, our lead vocalist playing the song and obviously playing it on acoustic and singing. Um, well, what we are you actually, doing? There's no acoustic drums. Is there? What are you I'm watching? No. Snare? Watching in awe is what we're watching doing. Watching in awe. Yeah, exactly. But um, behind the scenes, we actually just finished up a full album. Um, we're in the process of finishing the like production aspect of it. And then we're going to be shopping it around to a couple of different labels. Who are you working with currently? It sounds like there's a team of you. It's honestly just us, but we're all multi-talented. So Alex does a lot of the production aspects of the, the music while where we come in and we'll write our own parts at, individually at home using Reaper. Okay. Um, and what's your uh, plans on shopping it around? This, that's really old school. Nowadays, the kids put it out on a Tiki Talk or something and they get like famous. <laughs> so we're doing that, too. We have a TikTok, but uh, more or less, we're trying to do it the old school way because we know that's you know, what's actually going to do something for us. OK, yeah, we let's go over when we mentioned TikTok. TikTok <laughs> let's let's talk about it for a minute. I'm sorry to cut you off, brother. Oh, you're good. I, I want to get to that. Let's let's drop the all important handle. Uh, so that the kids can follow along with our conversation. What is, what is your TikTok handle? That is VH Music 810. VH Music 810 for Van Halen Music <laughs> H20. For, for, um, what's VH standing for? Vandal Heart. Which is? Um, so for most people, you might remember an old, old Square Enix video game from like the 90s called Vandal Hearts. The name actually comes from that. <laughs> oh, awesome. It's a gamer-inspired name. I love it. And, and what, did you play this game yourself? Uh, I have, but most of the other people in the band haven't. <laughs> no, I think Shouldn't Alex was a, a fan of it, right? Alex literally had the game but never played it. That's <laughs> so funny to me. That is actually very on-brand for him. <laughs> Just had it so the kids could be like, yeah, I wanted that. Or somebody buy it for his Christmas present. And he was like, I like E.T. better. <laughs> oh man don't start on the et video game that is that is terrible i'm mad at that. it i'm <laughs> mad at it it has a certain place in time and a certain place in the desert as i understand so yes. uh, i mean and it has a netflix special or something that i didn't watch because i feel like i got every bit of it from the promo i like that you know when oh, things really can be yeah, it's like uh, if when something can be zip filed down for my brain, I can just be like, yeah, and I can use the Dunning Kruger effect. Just imagine, yeah, I know everything about that. ET, yeah. bad video game, buried in the desert, done. I got the yep. cliff notes, that's all I need. Yeah. So yeah. give me the cliff notes to the band. You guys have been together for how long? Um, this, this infor the like this formation of the band. I want to say it's been what six months since we all got together this time. Yeah, just about six. And uh, as far as like the inception of it, I think we dropped our first record around two years ago and then took a bit of a break there. And now we're back with a new whole new group of us and a whole new sound and okay. just trying things from from a fresh start. It sounds like there's a VH, VH1 story there. Wait, you guys broke up. How many of you are left from the original? 
just me and Alex. And there were two other guys in the beginning. And so then you brought Jordan in. Yep. Yeah. So now is the other band touring using your guys' material <laughs> right now? Because that would be excellent. <laughs> now those no, those two guys those two guys are actually in their their own projects now too they we were all in different uh cities and states back then too so it was always kind of a you know okay Alex so it wasn't our a, primary guy. a girl that broke you guys up or nothing like that fortunately we don't have the mtv behind the scenes story like that no <laughs> uh well i won't be depressed <laughs> I'm going to just put on a good, a big, good face and just be like, well, maybe that's coming. I'm looking forward to the day. Then you'd be like, oh my God, I hate that Jordan Jarvis so much. That fucker is touring using our music. <laughs> no, <laughs> or there, there'll be Vandal Heart and then there'll be Bandal Heart. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you guys will be in a copyright um, lawsuit over the, 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 the logo. Um, VH and, and Music then, 811. <laughs> Speaking of logos, we mm. need a logo. <laughs> For Vandal Heart, really, really it do. sounds like it needs axes. And <laughs> I mean, doesn't it sound like a Lizzie Borden album cover? Or maybe not even Lizzie Borden. Who is uh, Molly Hatchet? That's <laughs> actually what like came it. to mind was Molly Hatchet, weirdly enough. King Diamond. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, like, like Viking guy, but. That's got to be Molly Hatcher, right? They had like Viking uh, pictures, didn't they? Yeah, and and like deceptive because when you would you you looked at the cover and you're like these heavy metal motherfuckers about to rock my face off, <laughs> and then you would listen to the music and you'd be like, is this is this like Southern blues almost or this is basically <laughs> Leonard Skinner? This is it, Southern it really rock that they sold to me in a hair band. They hired um. Oh, I should know. But Boris Vallejo to do the album oh, cover once. Yeah. Yes. I could be wrong if it's him, but they it was Boris Vallejo inspired. And they yes, had all of so all right. of <laughs> all of like the band there in post a lot, uh, like a Mad Max kind of yep. um, gear, yep. you know, you know, with the cod piece and, and the fuck shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to melt your face off, brother. And, uh, oh, it was I bought it because of that. Though. I love the artwork, and, and now I've learned to love the band too. So they're not—they're not terrible. I, I could get down on a couple of songs. Pretty I, uh, much, am I wrong in thinking that they became Leonard Skinner? Like the singer for Molly Hatchet ended up being the singer for Leonard Skinner or some shit? No, I actually don't uh, know that. I honestly, I think it's more along the lines of one of the family members from Leonard Skinner is related to somebody else in Molly Hatchet or something along the line. Oh, okay. Kind of like the, the special. Right on. And, and to the kids listening at home, Molly Hatchet is a band. I don't know. <laughs> uh, funny story about Molly Hatchet that is mm -hmm. just kind of a segue here, but it's funny we bring that up. That was one of the first songs I ever heard was because Molly Hatchet was the intro to the PS1 game uh, NASCAR 98. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was yes. four years old when I played that game. NASCAR 98. NASCAR so that 98. Your, your family's a fan. You're somebody in your family's a fan. Oh, yeah. You don't end up with a NASCAR because that was just one big oval, right? Dude, do you know basically, how hard it is? It was several big ovals. It's <laughs> so hard to grow up in Michigan and not have family members who are in the NASCAR. Like, it's near impossible. True. It, true. true. <laughs> Either get that or Lions fans. It's one of the other. Yep. <laughs> or both. Yeah. So you were four years old listening to this. Is your dad's like, were you playing the game too? 
Hell yeah. I was like, man, this driving in circles is going to be a big thing for me in life. I can feel it. What was the <laughs> song? What was the song? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was um, Hold on. here. Flirting with disaster. Okay. Yeah. It was I, I remember listening. I can't remember it at all. But that's awesome. It paints a picture, man. It brings yeah, it back. Because it also brings us back to this video gamer inspired. Yep. <laughs> that your your band is still Vandal Hammer. That, that's it, right? Vandal Heart. Vandal Heart. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking hammers, I guess, because of hatchets. Anyways. <laughs> it makes sense. It could be interchangeable. So you're saying yeah. Kyle draw up a logo. Is that what yes. you're saying? Try up, draw up a logo. I'd love to see it. But in my free time, I'm playing NASCAR 98. As you should be. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you know, you could definitely be playing COD. Everybody plays COD. Do you play COD? Who doesn't? Okay. Me, me to be honest, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> what, you don't play COD? I don't do play, play COD. video games? I do play video games. I'm kind of uh, newer to it. Like, from a, you know, I've always played, but not like a lot. Saying, you played since you were four, bro. Yeah, NASCAR. <laughs> You know, driving in circles, but but you were more about playing guitar and getting yeah. laid, huh? Well, <laughs> no, come on. We know that about the as much as we know the drummer is going to be annoying at lunch. We know the guitarist is always pulling his hair back right before his solo, kind of doing that little shift back and kind of like this is what the girls came for. I used to have the hair. I did used to have the hair. I can't lie. You got the attitude. You, right. Am I wrong? Right. The guitar it's, comes out for the solo and the guitarist imagines that it's like, OK, this is what you came for. Like all the other stuff was just a preamble to this moment right here. You're welcome, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for my time. That's mm -hmm. definitely Alex. That's Alex. For That's sure. so Alex. <laughs> You're welcome for my time. Dude doesn't Are you even need the guitar. No, no. Is he, is he a guitarist then or is he a singer? He's, He's both, both, but he doesn't play guitar live. That's what I'm for. Okay. I like that. But he's a really more, good guitar player. More time for uh, seducing the girls in the audience. There you go. Exactly. That's his whole gig, <laughs> I swear. It sounds like an 80 inspired, 80s inspired band. So that's why I'm going off of all glam metal. But Jordan, I don't know you to be a glam metal guy at all. No, no. This is actually more along the lines of like, I want to say if you were to take... Uh, Hawthorne Heights or like Escape the Fate and made it more modern sounding with like it's, it is kind of weird. I yeah, love that. It is yeah, it's definitely something you could hear on the radio too. I, I won't lie. To I, you. I love that because this is how old I am, Jordan. Um <laughs> you say it's like you take two bands you've never heard of, Kyle, heard of. and then <laughs> you put them in the future several years. <laughs> you take two and bands, I, you know, Kyle, from what you would imagine is the future. And then you put them. Mm -hmm. It's funny because they were around when I was showing you music. <laughs> oh, OK, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very uh, in my own music. I'm that old guy that like just settled. Uh, for me, it would be there was an old guy in our neighborhood that was like, I got stereo. Who cares about quadraphonic sound? OK, I'm good with my eight track. They're getting cheaper <laughs> by the day, you know? <laughs> I don't need to upgrade all this crap. I was there once, kid. I remember I had a record player and then they came in with a track. I'm at the track now and I'm stopping. 
They're just going to change it again. Who knows what they'll be listening to in the future and how pissed off he was when he went for the record to the eight track, stayed at the eight track and then saw him come out with the disc, the CD disc. He's like, fuck that. See, that's why I quit. But that's where I'm. My music is pretty much like James Brown, uh, Stevie Wonder. Like those are that's the era and time frame. And then a bit of when I was 13, the 1980s, Appetite for Destruction, uh, Guns N' Roses, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, and, uh, you know, Motley Crue, a little bit of Motley Crue. A little I bit of Crue. All that. He's got the classics. Love Motley yeah. Crue. <laughs> now, and I, I don't, that's everything after that. Like, I guess that's classic music or, or ultra classic, maybe even though. No, um, no. We're right back to records already. That's the funny thing. Records are cool yeah. again. Yep, they sure are, are. Like vinyl. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Crackling, popping. Yep. Mm-hmm. I spent $65 on a vinyl last year. <laughs> What'd you get? Are you kidding me? You're not kidding. Me. I, I am not kidding you. Um, It was a limited edition. There's only five of 500 of them okay. on the planet. <laughs> like, who was it? it? Was a, uh, it's a band called Viljarda from Sweden. Um, they are really fucking trippy. Like this is what I always remember about Jordan. I uh, you would always mention bands, <laughs> no idea or reference of them. So that's awesome that you have this breadth of, of musical knowledge. This is from they, Norway. This band, Sweden. They are Sweden, really okay. trippy. Like um, take polyrhythms and odd tunings, and then bend the crap out of anything that you can. That's high. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> It's, it's a lot. It's it's tool. If they were actually doing the drugs they talked about, <laughs> Jordan, I'm not Jordan. I'm sorry, Justin. Tell me what's your opinion of this. You I, say it's I've, a lot, so I I, I feel a, a you know it does, definitely is technical. Um, it's stuff that I didn't think I would ever see people doing with guitars. It's not something I ever thought I would even try, but it it is. It's a lot. <laughs> Are you guys incorporating it? I would like to in the future, but that's uh, that's going to take some time. Yeah, that would probably some, be that'd be a hard ask for Alex. You got to set the me. audience up, right? <laughs> you got to set the hard, audience up too for it. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of a hard ask to get blast beats in the songs. So. But he did it. He did do it though. <laughs> and what is a blast beat? Um, so when you hear a kick drum and a snare drum and probably like a, a cymbal all hitting repetitively super fast at the same time. Sounds like a machine gun. Yep. Okay. It's cool. Unlike a double bass, which I always thought felt no. like a sounded like a, a machine gun. It usually is double bass. Take double so bass it's... and put every other part of the kit on it also at the same time. <laughs> yep. So a drummer's yep. a drummer's orgasm is what Pretty it is. Much. <laughs> he did it specifically for Jordan, you can tell. Right on. This moment's for Jordan, and you just let him do a solo. How, how are you guys touring right now? Not at the moment. Not at the moment. We're how we're honest. It? We're hmm. honestly focusing on just finishing up the album. Have you toured prior as the last incarnation of of? We did a little bit of stuff around the Midwest, but nothing outside of that. Um, the last incarnation was, I want to say, not too long. All of us got really busy and just parted ways after a while. But the Alex few shows that we rap. played. Yeah, Alex was a rapper for a bit. Still is, I think, right? Uh, still yeah, doing I, that? I think so. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> Alex was doing rap. I was doing like alternative rock stuff. Other guys started their own stuff out in Chicago. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of Michigan shows though here and there. Our first one was was a pretty decent turnout at the Loving Touch out in Detroit. It was super cool. The massage parlor? <laughs> Maybe. I didn't see that part of the venue. <laughs> yeah, with a loving touch. I feel like I've gotten a happy ending there. <laughs> I hope it's the right one. Different they might place. not be licensed for that, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think there was a, it was all backroom type stuff. There's no cameras. They they assured me. Are you sure that wasn't an alleyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? I might have been on them sweet and drugs that, that you guys are listening to. Or, or the tools uh, singing about doing. Yeah. yeah I never exactly. knew Tool was singing about drugs. Yeah, I gotta yeah. be honest. It's hard a to tell of, sometimes. A lot of the stuff that they're talking about is like the Fibonacci sequence and how DMT is like the uh, spiritual opening to your brain and things like that. It's super okay. out. Brian opened my third eye. You know, yep, nerd exactly. stuff. <laughs> I thought that was about anal sex for the longest time. <laughs> it's all about your perception, man. Yeah, I was like, this guy's into it, man. <laughs> Starts out with the prison, the song prison sex. And then he goes straight into this one, man. He's prying open his third eye. All right. It's been locked <laughs> down too much. <laughs> There's other threat. ways to make cigarettes, brother. That's oh true. You don't God. have to. You don't have to. At any rate. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, Tell me yeah, about man. where we've been as a band now in the six months. And then we'll get into where we're going there. Yeah, we've oh. had a lot of a lot of internal changes. I mean, we've completely switched up how we write music now. There's just a lot of sonic differences and everything. I've been begging Alex to do more like shoegaze inspired stuff forever. And we're finally getting there. And I'm really happy with the direction we're going in. But even then, even after we've written, you know, however many songs, we're like, all right, this is the album. We still every day come up with more and more songs we're like all right this is going on the album instead of that and it's like now we've got a collection of music that we still have unreleased from the past incarnation that we're thinking about dropping here and there and then we have a whole new sound with this whole new album and then there's all these extra singles that keep coming out and do, uh, do, can it all go together or is it something that needs to be separated almost for different audiences too if you asked me I mm -hmm. would personally separate it. I like my little, my little neat little boxes of this feels like this and this feels like this. But I think, I think people would accept it all as one piece. A lot you of the older the corn music. in with the mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, but you know, it's 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 just a like this is a lot more technical and like R and B driven, and then the new stuff's like really noise focused and just kind of like fuzzed out, reverb soaked stuff. Justin's right. like Peter Steele. He doesn't like his food to touch. Is that something Peter about Steele Peter Steele that like I never that knew? About? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he actually had fucking military style plates so that his food would not touch. I like cafeteria so... rising <laughs> yep. in it. Yep, nice. exactly. Nice. Learn something new every day, I guess. <laughs> this is not you, though, or this is you? I mean, you know, I don't love. Oh, wait, wait. He was touch. saying Alex was was this guy. Is Alex that guy? No, Justin's that guy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely. Okay. Not. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, you separate. I try to. Peas stay over here. The corn's here. The mashed taters there. I think Turkey enough of it, enough of it is like, you know, 
it's it's obviously still us so i think that could still work but we've we've changed a lot even back then with the first album and then the stuff we were gonna put out and then the stuff we have now it's all it's all very like evolutions of itself if that makes any sense i think it does I was wondering, I'm even traveling down this thought course because I'm wondering, you need a Bob Rock or something in there. Are you guys going to end up with soup with too many opinions and you kind of need a leader or you got you got your Captain America picked out? And if so, who is it? Alex is definitely our guy. He comes to us with all these ideas and me and Jordan just add what we think works or say, that's perfect. Let's not touch that. Right on. Well, I'm glad that we got him here. Tell us about his process. (laughs) What is Alex's process like? You really want to know what Alex's process is like? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's let's get straight to the point. Do you know? (laughs) Yes. He'll sit in the room with his guitar for like 45 minutes and just noodle until he finds a noodle he likes. And then he'll record it a million times and expand on it. You'll sit there and go, why are you doing this? It sounds the same. He says, no, it can sound better. And it just okay. does. And it, it does. Repeats. <laughs> so you guys are obviously very proud of this process uh, as, as well. Because, right? Am I wrong? You, you No, usually, it's great. It works. If, it's yeah. amazing. If you Alex, didn't like it, you would, you would be, you know, real quick to talk smack on it, right? Yeah, for Especially sure. Especially the guy in here. You could say whatever. Oh, wait, he might hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he might. No. No, no, he's at his daughter's dance recital right now. <laughs> yeah, that's why are I'm you here guys today. that old? How old are you now, Jordan? I am 27 now. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, I, what I guess I should have led with is, am I that old? But because, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I just I wouldn't put you on 27 because that would make me at least like 48. <laughs> that's not yes. possible. <laughs> it's something like that man i'm pretty sure yeah it is it's a hundred percent that a few days ago people keep yeah. reminding me by giving me gifts <laughs> and like happy birthday and you're like you know fuck off until i'm 55 and i get a free discount at denny's <laughs> for my coffee because A-R-P. that's the next goldstone i have i've got nothing left you know T- 18 you can fucking buy cigarettes 21 oh. you, you can get drunk why did they change that yeah, you gotta be 21 to buy cigarettes now. <laughs> ah, you guys got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we got fucked. We because uh people before us, there was generation that was able to drink alcohol at 18. Yep. And then then we had to wait till we were 21. So we rebelled and we started at 11, you know. We're like, fuck <laughs> you guys, try to tell us. We'll do it. What about the drug use? Is is, is that uh that's a thing? It's not a thing. Is this it's band all thing. about the drugs? It's not a thing. No. Are the drugs, no drugs. all about you? No, really? No. Straight edge or not? Uh, hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say straight edge. I smoke okay. weed like a dab on the daily, but dab uh, on the dailies keeps the doctors. I don't know. I can't think of anything that rhymes. Go I on. mean, it has kept them away. So like, <laughs> yeah, there you're you go. 27 and you live in you live in America. You don't have health insurance. That's what's kept them away. <laughs> it's all too real <laughs> it's all too real yeah, yeah. that crushing the revelation today yeah you musicians <laughs> there's not a lot set up for you no, no there's not. so this has actually got to be it man you got to make this push now don't you uh yeah you could definitely say that 
you could definitely say that. But I we're, mean, do we're, you feel a crush, a, a pressure? No, no not really. Okay. Not really. I think that's why a lot of us stepped away a couple of years ago is it was just like, there's a lot of pressure. Let's kind of like reevaluate how we feel about it. And now it's like, hey, we're just doing this because we like it, you know? For that love. feels good. Yep, it's all well, I think that's fun. where the passion, uh, that's where, you know, the world beats its way to your door when they see that you're having a good time. Yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly. Plus, we're all a little bit more business minded now. That's true. Definitely some more experiences under the belt helps us out with that. And where, when we, we do see this touring, is that even the road that musicians yeah. take nowadays? I mean, with the platforms like TikTok and Instagram yeah. and these things and MySpace, like the platforms like MySpace, you guys could really get out there without it. <laughs> yeah well no we still plan on touring that's that's a big staple of it like to be honest when you go on tour you're not necessarily going on tour to like how do you how do i say get exposure because that's one thing that you're doing but you're more or less going out there for fun and you're, okay. you're using it as a way to advertise your music not necessarily mm-hmm. like live off of it are you that's also trying um making experiences to draw on for your own artistic growth in the future, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Is that a, that's the goal. You know? Yeah. Yep. I just like, I think to do I, it cause it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Traveling? I love playing drums, traveling, playing shows. I love performing. That's why I do all this stuff. It's just like, that's fun for me. Yep. Exactly. So the ultimate goal almost is, is touring. Yeah. yeah I would just, say so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what touring, about family? How's your your wives and girlfriends feel about all this? <laughs> <laughs> Historically, it yeah, can Jordan, be a, how do they feel? A tough place to keep a relationship. The road. Um, I will say she's been super, super, super supportive, and I, I thank her for that. But I don't know if she's really mentally prepared for it yet. Right, all the all the. <laughs> The, the pussy you're going to have to turn down. You're going to have to carry a 10-foot stick. Be like, these are my protocols for COVID. Or for oh, whores, I guess. These are my whore protocols. Yeah. Wife yep. says I have to wear a mask at all times, a condom on my dick, and a 10-foot stick attached <laughs> to my belly button. I'm a good boy. I wouldn't do anything like that, but like... She she's super attached. So me being gone all the time, I don't think she's mm-hmm. ready. She's Uh-oh. not ready. <laughs> <laughs> when um, it, I know that my wife and I travel everywhere together, and one time we had to travel apart, and I, I went overseas to England for a while, and there was a notable difference <laughs> in our anxiety levels, and and uh, yeah, it's, it wasn't the easiest thing. No, that, that, no, that really is the hardest part is just the separation. I think luckily now in the more like modern touring age, quote unquote, there is a lot more, I guess, ease because you have more ways to be in contact more often. Um, right. Tour necessarily doesn't always last like several months at a time like it used to. Like we could be gone for like a week or two up to a month, you know, but it, yeah, it's a lot of time, but it's not. Okay, not going. six months on the road, three three month segments or anything like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, no world tours yet. Not yet, at least. Did you guys, when you you have this plan though, 
what is your transportation ideals? What are God. you thinking of there? Who really knows at this point? I don't think we've even talked about that, but I, I want to hear about a stinky van or something. No? I would That's imagine not- a stinky yep. van would be on the, on the roster yep. for that. Yep. Stinky van is definitely on the roster. That's pretty much what we got for now. <laughs> do we have a stinky van lined up or do we need to go find one of those? <sighs> I'm pretty well, sure Patreon? we need to go find one. We don't have we a Patreon. Go oh, God. Me, huh? oh God. We don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> nope. Uh, we don't have anything. You guys like are that. so far behind, man. Come on. I know. No, no. Up your Patreon. No, that no, should have so... been part of the handles. When I asked you what your handles are, you should have been like, well, our Patreon page. Guys, please, please give us money, please. Yeah, no, we're not we're we're not asking for money like that. Yeah. <laughs> we could. We could, but we like, could. Nah. How is how is the growth then of your your followings as these relationships of course become mm-hmm. our life force? Uh, you know, the people listening to your music are gonna propel you forward throughout this career. What's what's the level of them right? Where you at? It's actually growing. I've noticed yeah, lately. Yeah, it's 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 definitely been growing, especially since I've taken over social media. That that's a big part of Pat it. Pat on the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a well, a well deserved one, honestly. I have been yes. awesome. just watching the the engagement. It's like all my notifications now are like Vandalheart, Vandalheart, Vandalheart. It's like damn. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of it is just being active and being honestly genuine with the people who interact with you. Yeah. Um, just talk mm-hmm. to them, you know. Uh, not to pat myself on the back again, but it's like a 3000% increase. <laughs> so it's a big, number. that is, that is a <laughs> big increase. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's, it's just going to keep getting bigger. And as long as we keep the momentum up and doing things like this and interacting with other people like you, it, it's, it, there's, there's no stopping this. People just want to see you be genuine, you know. Yep. They'll make their their decisions on whatever they feel about your music, but they do appreciate just a bunch of genuine dudes just trying to do what they like to do. Yep. I get that 100%. feeling. I get that feeling from the from the band for sure. I, I like everything that I hear. I should probably <laughs> listen to the band. Is that that's how bad I am at this job? I guess I apologize for how bad i am at my job i haven't even listened i just remembered jordan beating on the skins in his 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 garage and was like yeah oh yeah we're having jordan on (laughs) all right hold on i'll do you a favor Mm. i'll send something over for you oh yeah you guys said acoustic too you should uh you you got your guitars with you come on (laughs) justin go for it i don't even have an acoustic right now Not a musician trying to get me to play on the show. No, that's that's honestly. I'm trying to get that free shit. That's honestly on the part of the story behind the recording of the the acoustic version. Alex had to borrow an acoustic to even do it. (laughs) His dad's acoustic, yeah. Yeah, it was like a five thousand dollar acoustic guitar. Didn't even think he'd say yes. He was just like, "Yeah, you got like an hour, so record the song." (laughs) You got an hour with the guitar. Yeah. Yep. He really cherish it that much i mean it's a martin guitar they're like super rare and like really good i don't have 5k to drop on a guitar i don't know about y'all but well there's probably that guitar then that 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 made that music so much better i would say it sounds sweet it does sound really sweet there is minimal editing to it so right on bob didn't have to bob rock it up 
No, <laughs> didn't have to Bob Rock it up except but for that's, Alex. That's Cole. what you get with us. You get the little extra. That's what we're getting here, right? This is like the behind. I yeah. hope this is the behind the music kind of, which was the inset of the album of the cassette for my generation. Like you could read little bits or maybe you get the teen beat magazine to find out who's fighting with who. I still yeah. like that stuff, man. Yeah. I still like that stuff. I plan on doing something like that for the inside album artwork for the CDs. We should do some cassettes too, honestly. And we're doing CDs. We're not doing uh, vinyl. We are doing vinyl. I-, I wish we could afford to do vinyl, but it's super expensive. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say we won't. I would say it'll probably be a bit, but I would say I would like to at least do some limited runs here and there. Once we have yeah, that's a GoFundMe right there. That's a perfect yeah, GoFundMe. I think because like, if, if they buy, they pay the money for the album. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when it reaches the pressing cost, yeah, I think if people like it enough, I would see it in the future. Yeah, for sure. If there's sure. a demand, you know, we'll meet it. Mm-hmm. And then, aside from that, what are your aspirations once you're at this echelon of celebrity status, this death clock level right. of? you know a senate control world and, domination yeah uh, world domination sounds pretty sweet. after world domination what's what's your plans then mars uh no i'm not going to compete with elon musk he's got too much money that's getting good. less every day that's true <laughs> and let's not forget the very human instinct of people to raise someone up simply for the pleasure of destroying them we might be there. I'm just saying, we might be there. I love the human experience. The the human experience <laughs> is getting more and more interesting every day. I'm waiting for the moment that somebody is having their crying moment, like like that guy did for Britney Spears, <laughs> under the sheets, and it's just like, and then we can build him back and we can find out that he was actually a robot or something. We'll be like, he's not such a bad guy. His personality took a deep shift for a while because of a bad programming error. He's going through <laughs> some stuff. That's all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like his, his stock is, I don't know. Is it, is it time to buy? It looks like completely. I, I guess I shouldn't be getting my stock advice necessarily from musicians. Should I? Definitely should not. I? No, what are you guys' sure. side hustles? Because you're not you're not doing it with music right now. So we we packing groceries in bags. What are we doing? I have a, a very boring nine to five office job. Uh, you know, aspirational. Mm-hmm. Your fallback. Pretty- I would say, yeah, it, it too it pays the bills. You know. Same. I, only I get to work from home. <laughs> I also, but you know, oh, I like right this office job. My office is my my table here, but you know. I actually have a part of the gig economy. Is that what this is? Yeah. I'm calling you guys from the office right now. Yeah. (laughs) No, uh, you know, the government phones, that's what I do. (laughs) I fill out the applications for people. So like uh, the elderly can get their government phone or like a a discount off their internet bill and things like that. Oh, awesome. I mean, honestly it is because old people have a hard time with technology and am I wrong? Like that's, what you no, facilitate. no, yeah, like, it's it's what I do all day. Hey, I don't know how to fill this out. All right, I'll walk you through it. Like, hover your mouse over the button. They're like, I've got a cat. I don't have any mice. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. Or they'll try to argue with you because they they thought they knew something, but that's like they just dialed the wrong number in general. Like, 
they tried to get the life alert phone, like where you fall down. Help, I've fallen uh-huh. and I can't get yeah. up. No, this no. Is, I'm, I'm, this is a real predicament for your job. Yeah, like, no, I'm trying to give you a phone. I'm not trying to. Uh, well, I wanted the life alert. I don't need right. a phone. Exactly. I've had the same flip phone since Motorola came out with the Nextel. Oh, why my would God. I? Why would I switch now? This thing's got a walkie talkie built in. It's so funny that you say that because somebody actually mentioned that yesterday. With Nextels. Yes. I remember yes. there were there. It was the big thing. You could save on the money. You were going to cut the phone guy right out. You're just like, well, I'll have these walkie talkies chirping each other. Yeah, I forgot the about boost, Nextel. Boost Mobile took it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, now we're just going over our age, aren't we? Listen to this. <laughs> You guys are getting to be that same age now. Soon it's, you'll be yeah. shaking your fist at the kids in the alleyway. Dude, leave my garbage dude. alone. My stepdaughter, I swear, makes me feel older and older every day. What I'm not even the, that old. What What is her go to for that? Uh, anime, music, social media, anything that she can to like try to relate to me just makes me feel old because I'm like, wow. I was your age when that came out. Well, you get the, what I get this is all going the time. on? My my son will show me. I'll, I'll see him laughing hysterically at something. I'm like, oh, let me see, and he'll show me a TikTok, and you won't I, get it. Not at all. So far <laughs> from it. I'm yep. just like I can't even begin to see how this is funny. funny. Help me understand yep. the roles. That, is this guy playing more than one role? Okay, and I have to read the text. Where are my glasses? Why is it right in the front of everything? And part of it's partially hidden by the top scroll. Do these people not think this thing through? Where's the production value? God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. I 100% agree. I have that feeling all the time. <laughs> Do you watch Idiocracy and feel like this is just the next logical step to where? You know, Mike Judge predicted we're going. I honestly have at times, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's we're, a little too we're real. gonna be feeding the crops Gatorade, ain't we? So it's what uh, plants crave. It's what plants crave. Good answer. <laughs> it is. I feel like we're going there. We're gonna see, you know, when I watch my son's TikTok, I do worry for the future. I'm like, we're the future of the box office hit, the smash my ass, which is just like a guy's butt. And he scratches it it's three hours long and people are like lining up around the block to see it like this is scratch my ass three i already oh, saw first two i wasn't that impressed with the sequel but i'm figuring that with the trilogy they're really gonna pull it out right oh my lord yeah movie two was just filler <laughs> movie two was just <laughs> yeah i didn't like the direction the lighting it's all, it's all the setup for the um, third one you know i i do i i feel it it but i often I guess I have to imagine that maybe, right? My my grandmother hated Elvis Presley. Yeah, like, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> I already so, know where this is going. Like, is this just maybe getting it's, old? Yeah, maybe it's not them uh, being dumber. <laughs> maybe it's actually me. Is it possible that it's actually I'm the one getting dumber? Am I the one out of touch? No, it's the kids. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the kids. Yeah. Nope. Uh, That that is a pattern. Speaking of what is your demographic yourself for your your listeners and your your audience? You will be honestly surprised. It is 60% male. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah. 
Not that's not tracks. that's actually not so it's good it's guitar music right. you know yeah yep, and it's, yep, it's not yep. pop either and 60 percent is a pretty fair ratio to be honest and then yeah that's not bad the, either the that's age, actually surprising the most popular age range is honestly pretty interesting to me too 25 to 35 so it's not okay. even young kids we have zero percent for ages 18 <laughs> to 24 Right, well, those like kids, music. yeah, those kids are just being sold like sheep to the pop music, you know, grinder. Anyways, you ain't got to worry about, you know, like th- when they wake up into knowing what music is, it sounds like a good demographic to me. Honestly, I feel like if one, they're they're they've got jobs. That's true. Yeah, that's right? true. Yep, they can buy your music and show up to your shows. Also um, true. They're also still at the age that they're tech savvy or platform savvy. Man, they still believe in the old ways. Yeah, and you're just not going to get like people like myself, my age. We're pretty we're happy to stop listening to new stuff. We're just like, you know, let the world move on. So don't even <laughs> don't even bother trying to change anything for us. I feel like you're in the, the perfect spot. I honestly hope I never get to that point where I don't want to listen to new music. Really? It's yeah. so it's so simple so nice no i'm just kidding um i still i still uh catch some of it it's just i don't care anymore about who's doing it i it took me i i it's maybe it's i hope this doesn't sound too funny i've heard several taylor swift songs i haven't hated them i'm just saying i've heard several of them in any and i never knew that they were all from the same person like i i she does a good job i'm saying of writing songs they're poppy and they'd stick in your fucking head like like candy or something like that in your teeth you know oh yeah like and you're just like ah, it's kind of annoying actually how much and then someone like told me they were taylor swift songs and i'm like having this moment of like that she did all those <laughs> holy crap she's got the best oh, catalog yeah, yeah. she does have a pretty big catalog starting off with little country music is that, now, are we going to age like that with our music? We uh, we going to soften it up in the future? Are we going to harden it up? No, it's definitely going to get heavier. That, that's my opinion. Maybe. That's, that's 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 where I would like to go. We've always got a little bit of pop on us. That's all Alex, yeah. but we have it. We yeah. got well, our, is well, it important to have... It, something's got to be popular, or why do it, right? Yeah, right, exactly. You gotta have you gotta have something to get an in, an audience interested in you before you blow their faces away with something like really heavy. Yeah, you before gotta you have melt their faces. the hook and then the blast beats. Exactly. <laughs> How old is the band? Shit, I don't even know. They do Viper Strike. Who the hell is? Oh, mo- Human. Uh, no, highly suspect. How old is that band? Are oh, they God. old now? I think so. That's like an okay. old punk band, right? Or I don't is that... know, but that's the like last Scott band that I that I that that's my idea of the newest music I found as of recent, and it's probably at least fifteen years old. Yeah, you you are absolutely correct. It's about fifteen years old. <laughs> that's not that's not too bad, right? At least I tried. Yeah, but I look forward to listening to Vandal Heart. And as I draw up an awesome fucking logo. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, I look forward to donating to your Patreon by the same, huh? Okay. Gonna have okay. to get that set up, huh? Yep. We'll yeah. have to talk to Alex. 
Yeah. Was he your tech guy? Uh, no, he's he's just the guy that pretty much uh, how how do you say runs the 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 head of the business. Okay, he's the, so, he's the guy upstairs, you know. Yeah, he, he and everything goes through him pretty much. Did he approve this right here? Then this uh, interview? Oh yeah, he was supposed to be here with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. great job, Alex. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you're putting this guy in charge, huh? Yeah. No call, no show, Alex. It was literally like five minutes before we were supposed to go on. Alex is like, whoa, wait, I thought it was on the 19th. I'm like, no, it's today. (laughs) You thought, he's like, Justin, can you jump in in five minutes? And I'm like, uh, yeah. (laughs) Sure. Awesome. I I don't hate it a bit. I I was curious why, because we've referenced Alex several times. There's one other member, though, as well, you say. Is it a four piece or? It will be. I think we're still be. still looking for our guy. Checking the studios, seeing who who fits the vibe, if you will. And what are you looking for? A bass player, um, a secondary yeah. drummer, keyboardist? a bass player. Okay. Yeah, we need some guy playing the bass. It's not me for once. Right on. <laughs> bass players are always very unique members. Like I always feel, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's changing. I always feel like there are almost bigoted roles, stereotypical roles in my head for each member of the band. The guitarist and the singer both think everybody showed up for them. The drummer is annoying at lunchtime. And the bassist, the bassist is the most unique, um, oftentimes underspoken, but sometimes, and and great, like he's different. Like there's something weird about the bass player because you know why the guitarist got into it. He wants to get laid. You know why the singer got into it. He wants to get laid. You you know that the drummer has just been broken since a child and he's got these beats going through his head and he needs to excise them or else he'll go literally insane. And then there's the bassist. You're like, why? Why did you even join for? Yeah. Like what made you be like, no, the bass. That's my instrument. Four and strings. That's where I'm at, man. As a guy who had to take up that role in another band, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're spot on, man. I don't know why I did it, but it's fun. <laughs> I always, do you picture, find? Mm-hmm. I always picture bassist as the guy who wanted to play guitar but couldn't. See, that's but that's an interesting don't. crossroads because I, I do also play the guitar, right? So it's like, yeah, so it's know? totally possible. Mm-hmm. Now, Just a weird. true bassist, you don't want a true bassist that wants to play guitar because then he's always hating on the guitarists, right? He's like, eh, and he's like, ah, it could be better. You're not doing this right. Try it like that. Here, let, give me it. Here, let me show you. Yeah, it. let me, let me see it. <laughs> and you're like, dude, your fat sausage fingers ain't even made for this thing, man. It's technical. Okay. It takes some finesse. You know, go back to your four strings. You're fretless so that go we ahead. don't have to hear your buzzing. Hit that E string again. <laughs> just nice One long open e. well yeah with the, but so the bassist i feel like but he's if he is a wannabe guitarist that's still a guitarist a yeah. true bassist right you're just like i can't figure him out he's the weirdest one of the band he just likes to do his thing you know we gotta mm-hmm. we just gotta give him that spot to do it so it might not be seen but they'll know so i hope this helps in casting as you as you look for your bassists Make sure you don't pick the guitarist 
It's a bassist, you know. It's like ah, I really like my love is guitars. Like, oh, that's that's too bad, man, because we got too many of those. Yeah, we already got enough guys in the band that want to get like now. Uh, Alex and Justin, married, girlfriends, future. Which because we talk about uh, I, the worries of of traveling, and Jordan was the only one we seemed to be concerned about. Alex is married. I am not. So I'm just single right now. Justin's the one we're going to have to worry about on tour. God, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He likes them goth hot mommies. Jesus. Heavy makeup smeared Avril Lavigne style. What, what do we do? Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? I yeah. Fuck it. Why not? That's a type. Well, we might as well <laughs> put it out there. Yeah. You're going to be on the road. Right. And until some of these these hot goth moms snatch you up there at this point there are two mothers by the way goth is no longer new is it is there anybody that's still doing goth i thought it was just actually leftovers from south park yeah that is that has resurfaced yeah it's not the same as it was but it's it's okay. there again right on so you might get a young goth girl then not a goth mom but well, it's got to be the mom though i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he's in the milfs that's what it is you want you want a woman that understands you're only there for the weekend and that you're going to be moving like we're just two ships in the night huh we pass we have <laughs> we have a good time maybe i'll call you when i'm when i'm in idaho next and idaho god I imagine Dude, where I have your even... travels taken you kids <sighs> texas um, yeah man, honestly Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Alabama, Ohio sometimes. Unfortunately. Sometimes. <laughs> Why unfortunately? Kentucky, Tennessee. Because there's nothing in Ohio. I will say, I think Ohio gets a little too much hate. I think that should be reserved for Indiana. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like there's parts of Ohio that are Indiana, and yet there's parts true. of um, Ohio that are also Kentucky. Where you're That's like, this is true. just northern Kentucky. This isn't that. Yeah, isn't I did. Tennessee. No, I did have that realization lately. I did. I went to. I think it was Dayton, a couple of years <laughs> ago on a whim, and I was like, this is just the South. Like I'm one state away from <laughs> Michigan, and this is just the South. There, so, there's similarities for sure, isn't there? It's just weird. So yeah, well, I thought maybe we were starting the Michigan hate or the Ohio hate because because of your favorite football team or something, your no. college. No, God bless. I like cheese. Alex, though. maybe. Oh, yeah, that's that... definitely Alex. Alex would probably join. Alex that. is the sports guy. He's the the guy who chose to be always disappointed by being a Lions fan. Whoa, that is all changing, brother. It is actually. No, I'm I'm in, I'm proud for him. <laughs> You're happy for his moment. He gets to look forward to something now. Yeah, we're all excited for you, Lions fans. You know, even I was in the Poconos recently um, at a tattoo convention there, and it was at a casino. And so there's a lot of intermingling, you know, like just with the the straights, the norms of the world, if you will. And one of one of these characters recognized me from the show, and uh, we start talking football a little. My wife's interested in football, and it was like Sunday, and so they were wearing, I think, Bill's gear. Mm or something they're excited and uh when they found out he's my wife was wearing a what looks like an acdc shirt but it's actually dan campbell shirt okay, okay. I, 
Okay. It's like DC, Dan Campbell, um, MC for Motor City and, and whatever. So people are like, oh, I thought that was a, but I see what it is now. I didn't like it as much now. But, you know, <laughs> you, then you press the guy and you're like, really, how can you hate at all on the Lions? Nobody in the league can ever hate on the Lions because at least you're better than the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like even no matter what your record was, you're like, and if you're so good that you're like on a, a Patriots team or something you're, and you're doing really good, like Tom Brady style, still you're just like, well, he's got to pity the Lions. You're like, oh, I feel bad for the little guys, you know? And uh, that, that is what we're finding. I think it's time. I think we're moving into it. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but uh, I think there's a chance we're getting to these playoffs. Yep. Certainly, this is the it. first time my, my wife pointed out to me since she's a football person. She's all about numbers. She pointed out to me, this is the first time that our season hasn't ended on Thanksgiving. In, yep. <laughs> in like 25 it's not years. not supposed to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, a lot of teams go on after Thanksgiving. That's uh, yep. for reals. Yeah, God bless the lines. I don't know. What else can I say? Hey, they're um, still trying. I'll give them that. No, did you? Are you aware that there was a curse cast on the lines? Oh, I, I, I figured as much. I wasn't. No, there was a curse cast on them in aware. 1957. I think it was by Bobby Lane. My God, and, is uh, that real? He was. This is this is real. He was a quarterback, and he put a court curse on them after they traded him because he was quite an alcoholic as well. As a matter of fact, <laughs> one uh, linebacker tackled him one time, and and knocked the wind out of him. And they were face to face when he knocked the wind out of him. He sacked him, you know, and he says, oh, my God, the whiff of alcohol that came off of him it was amazing because he knocked the window of him. So he's like, "Whoa, man, you had a couple last night to which Bobby Lane responded. Are you sure I haven't had a few at halftime? Oh, and so anyways, he got fired for being a drunk. He says you'll never win another Super Bowl. He he, he talks about how he put a hex. Oh, geez. My God. So very recently, Dumb and Dumber fan Jeff Daniels, or Dumber Dumber fan Jeff Daniels, the actor. uh, I don't know if he is dumb or he was dumber, but Jeff Daniels, uh, newsroom star, and who is it? Peyton Manning? Some Manning. Eli Manning, maybe. One of the Mannings did a curse removal hex. They were supposed to use salt and water in a bathtub and a personal effect of the former person they were trying to remove the hex from. But since Bobby Lane was such an alcoholic, they filled the bathtub full of whiskey instead. Uh, they put the salt <laughs> in. They, they scooped it up with his former, his old helmet and said, I shit you not. I fucking shit you not. Since that day, they have not lost a game. Hey, there's something behind it. That there's got to be. I mean, who there wouldn't be so to do that though <laughs> dude illuminati what about that let's let's google let's i believe that. you think it's the illuminati <laughs> you could oh, google come it. On. Yeah, i guess that's fair yeah you could definitely so what google it. is there beyond what we see you know what is it? are you saying illuminati you believe in you no, secret societies no but let's go there are you are you spirits spirituality aliens angels where are we going with those ones? What do you I guys mean, see? I, 
mathematically it's impossible for there not to be alien life in this universe so i definitely believe in aliens it's gotta um, be something you know yeah there's 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 no way it's just us and that's where i'm at with it at least what about here is it just us here mm, i mean possibly but i doubt it again at the same time you ever you ever watched unsolved mysteries on netflix yeah there there is that show's been around way before netflix but dude there's one on on muskegon that's like 30 minutes away from me there was like i think it was 94 94 there was like 300 people that claimed to have seen ufos in muskegon and that that one episode was enough to make me like oh my god maybe there's something to that (laughs) what about uh ancient aliens Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, that show is great. There's I can't remember the guy's name, but I've been watching Ancient Aliens since I was like a little kid. And like as the years have gone on, his hair just gets more and more wild and out off of his head. It's insane. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's almost like he recognizes the things he's saying are so silly and preposterous that he better have a hairstyle to match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I've been saying this long enough, man. They're going to lose me and go on to some other nerd if I don't fucking bring the Guy Fieri this thing up. He has to be able to claim he was playing a character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take these motherfuckers from Ancient Aliens to fucking Flavortown. Here we go. I think I know who you're talking about. I can't watch the show so much anymore because there's just too many questions for me. I would watch that. If Guy Fieri did Aliens on TV, I would watch that every day. Cooking with Aliens. How about that? That'd be good. Well, it depends on what the ingredients, right? What the master chef chooses for their call, it like Flavor Planet, octopus, <laughs> and they're like, "We can't eat our own." <laughs> octopus oh are aliens. God. That's my claim. That's even why I delve Hindu, into the huh? spirituality. When I, I just them, I man, they're fucking weird. Them fucking them them octopi. I I don't eat them anymore. I used to like octopus, and uh, I watched that uh, that uh, my octopus teacher. And like, oh, no, yeah, things is pretty smart, man. Yeah, they, they have feelings. They it's definitely have feelings smart. and can think for sure. Yeah, just they just want to be left alone. I get that. I hate people, too. <laughs> <laughs> yup. People suck. <laughs> um, And back to people and spirituality. Or I guess where are we still there? What about the religions? We going to claim one? What are we going with here? The Mormons? Uh, uh, I wouldn't claim any religion. Yeah, I think I'm on. I'm on board with that. I'm not like anti for sure. I, no, I, I want def- everyone to have their own their own thing, you know. Yep, I definitely see the uh, good that having a spiritual religion, something that you can live by or look up to or feel is above you, is a good thing. But just not me. <laughs> Sometimes the dogma of those religions can get in the way from the good thing that it is. Is that what I'm exactly? I'm exactly. Yep. yep. Well, beautiful. Because I want to indoctrinate you. That is that the wrong? <laughs> Maybe that is. Because I've got my own religion. You see, I've started, and it's it's a uh, it's actually Christianity. I guess it's not my own religion. I'm well, a Christian who chooses not currently to believe in the deity of Christ. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that yeah. That's yeah. So my church is the Church of Jesus Christ with faith to follow, because of course, 
if we follow the teachings of the Lord, especially the ones we like, that's what I notice most Christians do. They follow the ones they like. And when you get into some kind of scripture off and you begin to realize that they've never read the damn book, uh, oh my God. They, they come to the moment <laughs> when they're all like, ah, oh, well, you know, actually, what well, I believe. And you're like, oh, dude, tell me about your Satanistic belief. If it's not forest, <laughs> it's against this. I don't know if you're familiar, but this book that you read, never mind. Tell me about how you believe. And so I've decided that even as a Christian, we can obviously make up our own beliefs. Yep. There so I have like the choice to walk sex for a reason. Yes. Yes. And I, so I, I choose not, and I'm going to invite you guys to it. If you want to be a Christian, because you recognize first off being a Christian has a lot of benefits, you know, legislative power, right? True. Even just conversational power, right? Somebody tells you, well, I'm a Christian. So I believe, and you can be like, I'm a Christian too. <laughs> now, you know, you're like, Whoa, wait a second. You don't look like a Christian. You're like, yeah, I got a special church. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't like, get I it. Did it. Yeah, your church believes in all kinds of stuff, and that's cool for you, but you also rape children. So let's keep that in mind. My church, zero raping of children. <laughs> it's the most important part, really. Yeah, honestly, about a religion, if you're going to pick one. It's about 85% of the things you should be looking for. <laughs> in my religion, the Church of Jesus Christ, with faith to follow, zero raping of children has occurred, nor is permitted. And, and if there were, it would not be covered up with $32 billion of churchgoers' money. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I, I feel know. like That's there's what, a story behind this. <laughs> I got kicked off of a cruise ship uh, that I was working on because a Catholic there explained to me at one point in a racist term after I had saved 8 to 12 people's lives that day single-handedly pulled them out of the ocean. Okay, I didn't, but I did alert the 911 on board that there was a fucking refrigerator floating with like 12 people in it out in the middle of the ocean. I swear to God. Like, is this seriously? Like, this thing is like, you're like, that's not a boat. I'm like, what the fuck is that? There's no, that's too big to be some kind of weird debris in the ocean. And it seems like it's almost got things aboard it, but it's not, it's shaped similar to a boat, but it's not really a boat. It's like a made up boat. These motherfuckers are like two days off of Cuba. What? And I'm like, yeah. And you guys got like five more to go. And like, I don't know what your navigation plans are, but I'm figuring the deck, you know, the, the deck up there, they can see them, but they weren't stopping. And when I realized we're not stopping to get these fuckers, I'm like, I think they should probably at least call the Coast Guard. So I 911. I'm yeah. like, hey, you guys see that off of the starboard side there? And they're like, oh, we do now. Right. And we stop and turn the length of a football field and then all the security guys go out and they save these people. They bring them on board. And then that day, just to get a pat on the back from everybody on board, I was congratulating them on being a hero because I really just wanted to turn this around to how I actually was the hero. But it's not easy to do. You know, you can't get that pat on the back by just going around and being like, I'm a fucking hero. Aren't you, you wanted me to tell you a story, but you can entice people and tell them you're a hero and then they'll listen to your story. So I'm doing that. And this girl, she must be on to me. She knows that I'm just trying to ham up the, the conversation like I'm doing now. She's just trying. I'm just trying to suck the air out of the room. And she's like, I'm a Catholic. I'm not putting up with it. So she says, what do you think about those refugees? Because I, I mentioned, hey, we saved 
several refugees today. You're a hero. Well, what do you think about those refugees? And I'm realizing, oh, refugee is not just the people we saved today. They are also a political term now. And one way you feel about refugees, then it it, is become a political you know, like you can forgo your love of humanity, depending on your political persuasion and the use of certain terms, illegals, refugees, these kinds of things. Right. So yeah, she says, what do you think about these people? And I'm like, uh, you know, well, I, I hope they get what what they're looking for. I'm really just trying to get patted on the back on. Let me talk about me again. And she's like, no, I mean, the ones on the army base. I'm like, oh, man, we've been at sea for two weeks. I've been working this fucking cruise and I'm not. <laughs> paying attention to news back home she's like yeah one of them on an army base may have raped a a soldier and i'm like well that's probably the first time a soldier has been raped on an army base too so that's probably pretty and you see i'm just being sarcastic and shitty right away (laughs) and i'm just trying to get out of her i'm like ah you're not gonna let me win this one you know just go go i'm done with you human and i leave but she comes back to the shop later that night she's been drinking and so had i (laughs) <laughs> and so in this at one point she mentions that she's a catholic and as a, as as i'm still just trying to get out of this i'm like trying to dodge you know uh uh with jacket on jacket off fucking um you know karate kid style just trying to dodge these things i'm like jacket on jacket off <laughs> I, and i as i'm trying to avoid this uh she hits where i can't i just couldn't not stand my ground and fight and she says well as a catholic we're just oh taught to God. believe that rape is bad. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. I heard the, you know, the <sighs> round go off and I'm like, I'm in the ring. It's just me and her and her stupid thought she just had. And so I was like, uh, as a Catholic, didn't you spend $32 billion to cover, cover up pedophile rape inside of your church? And it was on, <laughs> it was on. And, uh, you know, it brought her to tears at one point. I'm not talking about that rape. And I'm like, Whoa, rapes, rape is rape. Uh, kid rapes suddenly okay um what still bad actually still bad yeah and so it brings her to tears at some point she's able to work up some kind of so she can win the argument now i'm an asshole and so as a as a man i've noted that sometimes and i'm not saying they're the same i don't want to say that before i get canceled but if i'm in an argument with a a a significant other a female right And, and and uh i punch her in the face or gut. I'm not saying that's good. Just saying what ifs. Okay. So in a what if, if you punch a girl in the face or gut during an argument, you win. It's, I'm not saying this from experience. I'm just saying <laughs> she says I, 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 this story exists throughout time. It's not like, no, the fight goes on and she, you know, finds her footing and she punches you back. No, you are generally overpowering her. So you win. Now, in a conversation or an argument between the same two people, if a girl starts to cry, the same effect, she wins. It's like uh, you just won. Like, what do you even do? You know what I mean? There's a similarity between those two offenses. And in this case, she started to take the waterworks path. And I'm like, that's like a gut punch. Like, (laughs) now I should have stopped arguing, but I didn't. The next day, she went to the management and tried to get me fired. And the manager came to me and he's not supposed to. But I love this guy. He's awesome. And he told me, Kyle, um, they're trying to get you fired. This girl is trying to get you fired. And I said, that fucking cunt. And now I said it 
too loud, I guess, because <laughs> that wasn't what got me fired. But the people that heard me say that um, inside of the shopping area didn't like the word cunt. Cunt is a special word. Very I special. love it. Uh, you know, if you get in a fight with a girl, you can give her the old upper cunt. And and that's funny to me or the cunt punt. And that makes me laugh, too. I, and again, I realize these are two topics that probably I shouldn't talk about liking after also imagining a scenario where I, I punch women to win arguments. I get that. <laughs> Cancel me now. Whatever. I'm just saying these are all hypotheticals. OK, if you see my wife with a black eye, she run into she just ran into the door. Calm down. Um, it happens a lot when dinner isn't ready. Uh, I, I, She'll be okay. Yeah, she always is. <laughs> and after a little bit of counseling, I'm sure to change. Um, no, man, God, Kyle, you're such a terrible human being. I'm, I'm only saying that's the story. I got kicked off of, uh, for saying <laughs> cunt. And I still think that's a word that we really need to use more. More, People, definitely. It's a beautiful word. It's time to normalize what, it. Depending on whether beautiful or not, there was a time we couldn't say bitch. Yep. And now it's 100% changed. I think it was Monique came out. She was one of the first people to say, head bitch in charge. I'm the HBC. And girls were like, ooh, I like that. That bad thing that you used to use to call me to, to invalidate the things that I would say in the office place. I can now take power of that. I like it. And, and everything. And I think women are missing out on that same power that they have with cunt. When you become the head cunt in charge, <laughs> HCC, it's, it's, it's over, right? The head bitch in charge has got to answer to the cunt. You know, you know, Yeah, definitely for sure. And then there's places like Australia that just use the word. Like it's just a regular ass word all the day. day. <laughs> yeah. Like your doctor's like, uh, after he gives birth to your son or something, that little cunt came out hot. He was kicking. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They took it. Uh, they no, took yes. it back. I met the guys yeah. from Thy Art is Murder, and every other word that came out of their their mouth was cunt. I'm like, whoa. How did, were they here on American soil? Yeah, they were. They were here on American soil. I seen them uh, back in like 2016. It was it makes you want to go and take them to a Starbucks and just encourage them to talk loudly. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. But they are not the type of dude you would see walk into Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, but you got to get them there. You gotta, what the fuck's with this queue? All these cunts in line here taking up the spice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was great. It was great. They did talk about not being able to get their hands on weed a little bit and well in their home country. I'm like, seriously. With all that land, you can't grow it yourself. Yeah, and all that sunshine. Wow. (laughs) Maybe they were just amazed by our weed here in Michigan. Dude, yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. (laughs) I like that you said, dude, dude, (laughs) dude. I've traveled, dude, I know. It's good. It's good. Motherfuckers come up to me like, dude, it's that good Colorado. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Man, I got that good, good from Cali. You're like, yeah. Come to Michigan. Nice. I, I hear it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. Trust me. Dude, we got that diesel. Okay. That's <laughs> nice for you. We're glad, glad you figured out words. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to hate on anybody else's weed, but um, I'm going to hate on everybody else's weed. Fuck your weed. That's what I'm saying. Come to Michigan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's 100%. too good. 
Yeah, we, we did the laws here proper so far. I'm so sure we're going to fuck them up. <laughs> but we made it where individual growers could occur. And so from the community of growers talking and being able to legally do these things without million dollar bonds and all, um, they, they've been able to create a far superior product to many other places. And that's sure. what I'm saying. I'm saying, fuck you, Massachusetts. You guys, you guys fucked it up. You had your chance. You fucked <laughs> it up. You fucked it up, man. A million dollar bond for a fucking grow house. Come on. We ain't nah. killing motherfuckers with weed. You know how much weed it takes to overdose? Come on. Anyways. Three um, times your human body weight in like 10 minutes. That's, that's in, what it would take. My God. I wasn't. Now, what about dabs? I uh, understand you're the Dr. Dab there, so. So dabs, it's about half your body weight, but you'd still oh, have still. to do it in about like 10 minutes or so. So like, it's just not going to happen. How much that would be so much weed has half your, is, is it like is, half is your body weight, like in volume. Is that how much? Like, how yeah. Is that? Yeah. Like literally. So like if I weigh a hundred pounds, I would have to smoke 50 pounds of dabs in 10 minutes in order to overdose. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> not, not only happening. that. Who the fuck even studied? <laughs> like, I'm not how, saying yeah, that the how study did they get those numbers? There, but who's yeah? What was their method of uh of like? Did somebody die? Uh, no, it was it. It's a mathematic <laughs> like, calculation based on we, how your body uh processes THC and metabol. So, okay. Yep. So it's based on the half lives of THC and how much your body is normally known to handle and where mm -hmm. it starts tapping out. I like that you even know that. <laughs> I was streaking, streak, reaching for the arbitrary. Like, yeah, we can't know that shit. Come on, how do we? Yep. I was hoping that somewhere there was a case study where they're like, I don't know, man. Some of you might make it. Some of you might not. You're gonna, you're gonna be really happy when you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now you got ten minutes to smoke all this. <laughs> we got a big flamethrower, a gas mask. Just strap it to your face. We're gonna light this pipe, the size of the fucking Super Bowl, and we're gonna go. <laughs> That'd be a good way to go. I won't lie. <laughs> potheads. That's what we've done. We've created potheads. Yeah. Whole generation yeah. of potheads working out of home. <laughs> Doing the gig economy and creating awesome, beautiful art for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the weed does. It just makes the art just flow out of our brains, I guess. <laughs> you've, I've known that, Jordan, you've been an artist of this sort, honestly, for a long time. I don't mean of a weed sort that just flows it, but you've been creating art for a long time. Are there other arts that you're involved in? Uh, so I actually do a little bit of the, the digital art mock-up for our band. Um, you won't ever see any of my stuff as final products, but most of the stuff that you will see is either from ideas that we've thrown together that I used and then sent to other people to basically make look better. Cause I'm not exactly the best digital artist, but I, but you got I get the composition the for it. Right, exactly. Um, I see. I'm more of the, the, the digital guy in general. I, I do coding and things like that, too. So, like, um, when we get to... Is that not to, boring? That sounds no, I love, so boring. I love Anytime coding. Some... I love awesome. coding. Is it's, that because you create a, a new world? You, you feel powerful with, with your abilities? What? No, coding's just uh, basic math, honestly. And I like doing math. But another thing that adds to it is the whole video games thing. When we drop 
uh, a couple of singles off of the new album when that time comes. They will also come with digital downloads for the songs in Rock Band and Clone Hero. So the kids at home can play them? Yeah, they can actually play them in Rock Band or Clone Hero on their computer. You coded these yourself? Yeah. Awesome. Now, now, can they have Rock Band apps now? Am yeah, I wrong? Yep. Yep. Would it be yep, coded well, for that same app? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Clone Hero would be one of the main uh, supporting apps, along with Phase Shift. And um, if you have the know-how, this is going to be more for the like uh-huh. the nerdy adults. You can play it on legit PlayStation Three hardware with actual Rock Band Three. Oh wow! Fun, fun. If you, but I mean, do people are people still playing Rock Band? Yeah. Yes, it is actually completely just reemerged in the last couple of years due to Clone Hero. Um, so there's 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 no way to actually get your hands on legit controllers anymore. They're uh-huh. no longer in produced, but people have went as far as figuring out how to make their own with like Raspberry Pis and keyboard yeah. switches. So what like, about if they? So does that make? my rock band guitar somewhere in my garage worth more money now you would honestly be surprised um last last month i spent mm-hmm. like 128 dollars on a controller i think i just band. threw away <laughs> i'm pretty sure it finally made it to the point where really who even plays this anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they are they are very hard to come by. So if you happen to find any more laying around, sell them. Do it. It is go worth to it. eBay. Yep, go right to on. eBay. So what was this? Was code phase or something? What was the thing that came up that made this platform rejuvenate? Uh, a game called Clone Hero. Um, Clone you Hero. Can actually, yep, you can you can YouTube it. There so are, are you, you're able now for all these bands that might have not ever had the chance to have a song on. Um, Guitar Hero. I'm guessing this was a way that was to code their songs into a playable game. Uh, pretty much. So Clone Hero started off as like a just a basic way to play Guitar Hero without having to buy the game. Like it was an open source version. So what that allowed was for custom songs to be produced, and yeah. it progressed. That's awesome. I, I I do. I mean, it really is because uh, I mean, not just for the ability for me to hopefully sell an outdated piece to of of uh you know my gaming history but moreover just that um i I like anytime something can build community that's kind of more interacted you know that's kind of depending on other people making this up like it's not being driven necessarily by a corporate head yeah that's yeah that's like oh no we'll make this downloadable content accessory package and we'll by the end of their gaming sessions they'll actually have spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> yep and then clone hero is 100 free like all the songs free game free the only thing you got to pay for is hardware and your song itself am i wrong like you no. said this is a digital download no. that they get with and they buy your song no so the actual uh, tracks for rock band will be free to download oh wow but yeah. now even now what about yours your own music that's free to download too can i sh- circumnavigate having to pay for your album by just going and playing clone hero um possibly 
but you'd have to be pretty smart about being able to put the stems back together. It, it, it again, okay. it would have, it would be, if you, you wanted said to, something you I could, don't understand. If you wanted <laughs> not, to, you could, but it'd take a lot of technical know-how. I was only worried for your, I was like, wait a second, you're going to be trying to sell something when you're, you know, you can't, uh, you can't sell the cow when the milk's free. And that is why rock band never officially released on PC. Oh, because people would have done just that. Exactly. It had their way with it, like they do on our Call of Duty game. Yep. And you're like, you yep. didn't sniper shot me while I was driving a fucking Hummer. You don't. It's not. No, a 360 sniper, you, you fucker. Cheating ass <laughs> cheater. Dude, cheating in Call of Duty is so bad now. You don't even have to have something installed on your computer to cheat. You can literally teach another computer to cheat for you. I, I feel like it would make the game not fun, except I for, I guess, building characters and then maybe selling them. If you really like to annoy people, it's probably a blast. Yeah, it's for trolling. <laughs> Just like okay. the people who like to make people angry. I never got right that. On. I get it. They're fucking got a sad life. <laughs> their, <laughs> their mothers and fathers don't love them. Uh, they, they're like, listen, kid, I'll buy you a computer if you shut the fuck up. OK, just stay in the basement. All right. <laughs> and they turn into horrible human beings. And it's like, I just want everybody to feel like I do inside. So I, I, I God fucking God, God mode everything. I'm up in the cloud shooting down snipers. Haha. <laughs> Made everyone my playthings in Call of Duty. Have you guys oh. played mobile Call of Duty? Yes. Uh, although most people would say I cheat. I play Call of Duty mobile on my computer with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. You're an emulator? <laughs> I would say Is that's that how a fair claim. That's it. Yeah, you're that. You're an asshole, dude. I play, I play exclusively on Call of Duty. And here's the thing. I thought I was an asshole because I play on mobile Call of Duty with a $1,200 drawing tablet. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so i'm like op right and then i heard about people putting these on emulators and playing my mobile game and i'm like i know you when i come into a lobby i know who's on an emulator your internet is far too fast oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go and you look and you're like wait a second i know i'm not standing still when that motherfucker shot me <laughs> he, yep. he just yep. he just slid around a corner i remember seeing him and he got like one bullet in me and I was dead. I'm like, what was that? A headshot? It's not possible. <laughs> I go back and I noob tube his fucking video. I'm like, oh, he got four to five shots in me because I was just standing there like waiting for my internet to catch up. Yep. Yep. 100% but the, why I can't play these games, man. The mouse <laughs> is just so much more accurate than the touch screen. Well, I'm pretty good with the touch. I think it's more about your internet. Am I wrong? Because you got a hardwired internet to your computer now. Yeah, that's true. That's that is part of it. So, so I'm it comes, waiting on a ping that's up to 32, sometimes 70, you know, millis that, milliseconds. That, that's pretty good, actually. Um, not going to lie. Most people's ping is around 50 to 70. Anything below yeah. 50 is super fast, honestly. Yeah, I've gone to hotels before where their ping was like 13 and I, I felt the difference. Yeah. You know, where I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And it was yep. like people were standing still. And then I found about people like yourself. I mean, are you building up characters then? You grinding no. those characters and selling them? No. No. So I just like to play with my, my fiance every once in a while. Uh, but she, she plays on her phone. So it, it helps us win. 
Okay. Good. Yeah. Hey, Sierra got a clan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. The almighty clan, almighty tattoo clan. We win all the time. We're looking for new people to play. So I'm putting that out there on this to anybody listening this late into the podcast, the almighty clan come to the clan, man. We're winning. Is that, I shouldn't say come to the clan. It sounds bad when a white person says that, um, <laughs> different clans spelled different. <laughs> Not There's, that no one. K's. There's no K's. I, I hope that we're getting to a point where the clan, the like the, the Ku Klux Klan can be so outdated and, and, you know, silly to people's that they're like they'd never even consider that but i, I don't know some of them not already hopefully there will we, be a day we gotta be getting there though right like we have to be it's well i think you guys probably probably didn't even spark off in your heads when i was saying clan that that is that no was it that, definitely right? did it definitely okay <laughs> never mind then so i was like well maybe we're getting there each generation less oh, and less no. you know uh Right on. Those silly, foolish clan members. Change your sheets, you motherfuckers. Um, get a viewpoint that isn't through holes in, in a sheet. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make... You're not going to see the whole world that way. I'm just saying. You're obstructing your vision some. If you want blinders, put them on, but it ain't no good. Uh, I should move this thing along because I, 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 we, we kind of wrap up the end of these episodes sometimes. My wife would like me to wrap up these episodes, and I all the time and routinely forget to with uh, ask Kyle question. Cause I guess we've oh. had a hashtag for several years now, some 13 or something. <laughs> uh, and she says, you should wrap it up with a hashtag. We've built this hashtag ask Kyle. Um, so have your, your ask me question. Would you guys have anything you would ask me? Oh yeah. I have, I have a couple of questions actually. What was it like being on ink master from like behind the scenes? Like not all the, um, Everything that you actual, would imagine. Sleep not over all the actual work. <laughs> with Dave Navarro, man, we footy pajamas. He'd tell <laughs> stories about boys and I would braid his hair. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, behind the scenes, uh, it, it, you see a lot of it, honestly. And you can see the tension. They always show you the tensions that arise. And it, it is interesting to have the long version of all that because you see kind of how they could create you see now when you watch other reality shows how much of that is true and yet at the same time manufactured somewhat yep. you know like we always feel that and people will always ask you he's like how what's real what's fake on that and and from watching other shows now with and seeing how my experience was concise was, was shortened down from editors and stuff it's not that they misportray people necessarily or they make you say things but they do reward you for certain types of speech you know what i mean that you yes. then learn to talk in yep like uh you're like that's great kyle now say it in a shorter version like give us the sound bite you know they're they you see how that can be affected and there's an interesting part too about seeing all the jobs that are there like um the mike mike guy you know you're never going to see the mike Rip. guy if he does his job right you don't know he's there um the story editor on a reality show this yep. isn't but there's a story editor and after you kind of you're there you realize 
the way some of these things must work. You see these interesting hierarchies, like like the guy that's he's a camera guy today. He's really just changing out what they call the bricks, the batteries on the backs of the cameras. But one day he really wants to shoot music videos like that's his dream. You know, everybody there inside of that production generally has a dream beyond where they're currently at. And there's this kind of, I don't know, climbing up the ladder that you can kind of see where these people are pushing each other off this, the, the rungs sometimes, you know what I mean? There's this super competitive. Yeah. Well, there's this weird kind of competitive because they're all not necessarily chasing the same thing. Not everybody wants to be a director of a reality show. Right. But those guys that do want to be directors of reality show, they're going to be the ones pushing a lot of people down because they're going up. They're already in the right place to climb that ladder. Other people there are just doing this as a, as a, as a short stop, you know, in their progression to whatever thing they want to do. But yeah, I don't know. Now I'm, I was <laughs> enthralled by that as somebody who likes, and I really do, uh, who likes to observe or to people watch, you know, uh, and to, uh, to see the inner and the behinds and the kind of backbiting stuff. I loved it. I miss it. <laughs> and then um, another thing I miss, I guess, is the, the, when they would finally get you to talk about shit for the day. That was awesome. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I imagine it's what psych, people that go to a psychologist must feel like. <laughs> I, you know, except that the producer there, all your bad behaviors, they would like try to give you treats over them. You know, you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. You know, I was just kind of pissed off when you got me thinking about it. Fuck that guy. And they're like, no, 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 that's fine. You can say that. Hey, would you like a, a shot of whiskey or something right now? <laughs> you want a coffee? Good boy. Good boy. Let me scratch behind the ears. There you go. You say the mean things about your contestants. Yeah. And I don't know. That's that's my I'm sorry for the long winded. Anything else? Did you make any long-lasting friends in the experience? Oh, come on. Of course. Yeah, I love <laughs> these guys. I love you guys. It's, it would be very similar, I imagine, to going to uh, a, any kind of artistic camp, right? <laughs> in where, where you guys share similar goals. You know, you might have the tug of war. Uh, the, the, they divided you in two teams and you fought against each other. But at the end of the day, you're sleeping in the same bunks. You're going through the same shit. So you kind of got, you know, a pal or a friend, a confidant, um, like the Golden Girls song. Uh, but at any rate, yeah, they, I, I, yeah, some of my best friends to this day are from that. I love James Vaughn. Um, I've been friends with Steve Teff for several years. Halo Jank, um, Jankowski, big, good friends, made a great friend, Matty Hickson. I really appreciate everything he's because uh, he, he's he, he's got a different thought, you know, and to, to meet and to know these people and to see their their thought processes. You feel like it widens your horizon, right, or, yeah. or your own viewpoint. Have you guys been in any kind of situations like that, too? Because a lot of your bands are similar kind of things as you've grown up. So you've been through many bands. Oh, yeah. Uh, as groups. Do you feel that, uh, that do you understand? How, how do you relate to what I said then, I guess, as the context of the sharing of art and, and the I, growth that takes part? 
It's like playing shows. When you play shows with bands you've never played before, you definitely like get something new that to experience, and then you eventually you, you like you talk to those people and become their friends, mm-hmm. and they they show you where those sounds come from and what they how what they went to to get them or what they mean to them, and that that that's super important. I bet you're right. There's definitely a huge sense of community with, especially when playing out with like people you've grown up with around the scenes that you're in. And Mm -hmm. it's cool to see your friends doing stuff and it's cool to have your friends see you doing stuff. And it just makes it that much more fun to have that kind of camaraderie about it. When I came up in tattooing originally, there was not any kind of supportive community. You really had to get in the cool kids club to be included. What, and I, I've always heard a very similar story for music. Do you feel it's that way? Has it changed throughout your observation of that? You know, the the community of sharing, or is are there more? Are there still guarded people places that are like, no, fuck you, I don't want you to know my secrets. It's both. I think yeah, there's there's a big there's a big like uprising of people who just want to do this for fun and have a good time doing it. And I think that's that's the people who generally succeed. You know, people mm-hmm. can tell if your product's not genuine, like if you're not doing it because you like to do it and you think, oh, this is just my my ticket to success. People can yeah. see through that most of the time. I think Nobody a lot of those guys anymore, <laughs> a lot of those Sorry. guys are just afraid that, hey, man, they're going to see through me and my thing's not going to work out. So I have to be guarded about it. I have to like not let other people do it because I have to be the one to do it. I think that kind of sucks. Right. But... Because it's not really something that's unique. It's no. something that could be replicated easy yeah and that's what they're afraid of that's why you got the gatekeeper dudes who are like yeah i don't really want to be friends with anybody i just want to make my paycheck and go home it's like well you know we're not really gonna support that either if you're not here for us too you know we don't right what do you want to be here for that's like uh when you're playing shows and nobody stays for your set like what was the point of being here yeah it's like i'm 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 watching you you know we're Nobody watching from the other sets. bands. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, right. This right, is well. a learning moment. So you should take advantage of it. Yeah. You should take advantage. Be there for the people who are playing with you. Play with them. Just be respectful, you know. And I feel like each that's other. something in Sideshow that is oft. Like uh, when, when, when people just split after the show um, instead of, you know, introducing the next show or or seeing if there's any help that anybody needs, uh, you know, it's kind of looked down on like, Oh, you're just here for yourself. Okay. Right on. Never mind. Fuck us all. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I think it's important to, to really hold on to that sense of community. Cause that's, who's going to help you build yourself up to bigger audiences and more experiences. Well, have you seen these gatekeepers that you reference? Uh, have you seen any of them succeed or go on to successions or, or do you, oh, if sure. you feel they're found out and they, they, okay. Sometimes the people start off not like that. And then, you know, fame gets to them like some kind of success really can change a person when it's like, oh, well, I'm this like big guy now. Why do I need to keep supporting people? Franz. Who? Franz. Yeah. Is that a person that we know or is that a. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. The the Attila guy, right? Yeah. The Attila guy. Yeah. Yeah. He started started off super supportive had like this whole thing where he's teaching people how to be like super entrepreneurial like and get Mm. like you know famous and then it became all about money like you gotta start paying him like 300 bucks a month to have his phone number that like give you tips on how you can be a bigger band and stuff like uh (laughs) what 
just like what you do, you know, get out there and work for it. Yeah, Be smart. That's, and, and that's what the world loves the most. I think we liked we, it, that's why we're even I believe that's why people are currently eating up the, the behind the scenes that was released from the Beatles. Uh, yeah. Jackson or whatever had all the footage. They made a little collage of but that's because they're they're friends. Despite whatever rocky relationship they were supposedly on at the time, they were making music and having fun together at the moments that they were in practice together and stuff. You can see that they really have a respect and a love for each other. And uh, and from that, you're like, yeah, I'll watch every bit of that. It's really it says a lot that there's this these like figures who for as long as any of us have been alive are like, oh, these are untouchable, like huge people. And then you just see them acting like, oh, they're just like us. There's something Normal. big to that. Yeah. Like they're just a bunch of friends that started this just like we did. Yep. A lot so, of people seem to forget famous people are still just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Famous people say. forget they're just people. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> yes. I had a friend on um on my show a couple of days ago. Great friend. And he happened to be on. He and his wife were on uh, America's Got Talent. I believe that's what it was. Is that does that got Nick Cannon on it? Uh, hey, that you sounds, guys wouldn't that know. Right. No, no, I think <laughs> some show with Nick Cannon that he introduces people, and apparently he was a terrible prick just to the oh, people back, backstage and uh, and to the production crew. You know, like his time was better than others, and, and yeah, that's uh, you, you, you wince a little bit when you hear that that happens, and at the same time, we, we of course expect it. And uh, I don't know. We look forward to tearing them down, I guess. Let's destroy <laughs> him now. He thinks he's somebody because we told him he was somebody. That is really part of the human experience, isn't it? Just being like, man, we have to see you fail. Yeah, it's uh, some We've people are making whole monies off it. Like Jake Paul. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, like people only watch his pay-per-view to watch him get his ass kicked. No one cares about him how good he can box they hope that the person fighting against him is better that's all yep that's it you're not when, wrong when you're, you're arrogant like that that's what that's what you beget you know yeah well he's he's found a, I, I kind of like the genius in him i really respect it i my son showed me um a youtube from far back in the day and uh you know i watch you know his computer over his shoulder a lot and uh i was i was watching uh, this fucking jake paul kid he started to try and follow for a while and I didn't care for him. He was annoying. He was really not talented. It, he was very annoying. Um, and then my son was just like, fuck this guy, too. He's a real douche. And I was really excited to see him come to that, you know, without me, like, influence him in any way. And then Jake Paul went on to begin this boxing thing. And <laughs> I bought in, man. I'm like, it, it, I then now I'm like kind of a fan. I don't like the guy. <laughs> I don't care what he says necessarily, but I recognize that he was able to harness people's hatred for him into a, a lucrative career that he has the chance. I don't know what he'll do with it, but to do good. Uh, I, I think he'll continue buying lots of fake Pokemon cards with his money. <laughs> now, that was his brother that bought the fake Pokemon. Are you sure? I think I don't know. I don't really pay attention. <laughs> I, I got a couple of I, I bootlegged a couple of his videos for the, the fights 
And that's about as far as I cared. I was like, oh, he's a legitimate. He's got a legitimate punch. You know, he can fight. He's a legitimate fighter. Um, bro, nah. fighter, I don't know. No. <laughs> well, careful how much we hate him, too. I get to say because, you know, we're, we're just going to feel him. He's He's got his rocket fuel is made off of people's hatred. So really, I think the best way to fight Jake Paul would be to go in there and give him a hug. Just love him up a lot. Like the, you're like, don't do a right hook. Just be like, Jake, I really like you, man. I appreciate everything you're doing. Hey, man, I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People trying to tear him down have brought him to the high place that he's at. So let's try to build him up and see if it works differently. You know, it could. I think that would be an interesting uh, effect either way. I think there's a top there of some sort, as many people attempt that nowadays. We do this cancel thing. They, they call it cancel culture in some groups, for sure. And they, they, they say it's a group of people who are trying to cancel this or that, right? Well, and, and you see it on us in every form, from every yeah. political spectrum. They, if you don't like something, you're like, I'm going to stop that. But I went and watched a movie called uh, The Last Temptation of Christ. Not the Passions of the Christ, but The Last Temptation of Christ, a Martin Scorsese movie starring Willem Dafoe as Jesus Christ. Green Goblin is Jesus Christ. Awesome, right? How, does it get better than Green Goblin is the Jesus? No, so, no. I, I, and I love the movie. It's a great movie. Um, and it was Martin Scorsese, but I would have never known that it existed or even that Martin Scorsese was a director at the age that I was. I would have never known that if it wasn't for all the Catholics pissed off that they had Jesus Christ in there. Um, having a relationship with Mary Magdalene. After he died, uh, he came back and he had a relationship. They're like, fuck, this is sacrilege, blah, blah, blah. And they carried such a stink about it that I ended up hearing about it on my local news. And I was <laughs> like, I'm interested in this now. I have to go right. see this. So there's this interesting aspect to cancel culture that we keep seeing going over. Like they tried to cancel Joe Rogan. How'd that go? They tried to cancel Johnny Depp. How'd that go? We like maybe you guys should really switch it and recognize that your goal is to stop them. So love them, right? Like what? I don't know. It's not working for you. You know the canceling's not working. So maybe you got to just get on board. Honestly, join yeah. the band. It's <laughs> it is something to be said. It does just it doesn't really do anything that they want it to do. It's like okay, you want to cancel somebody. Now, what, I mean, what comes? I mean, next? let's let's be honest. It did screw Johnny Depp up for a while, though. For a while, yeah. But I mean, the dude's gonna be richer than rich for the rest of his life. He's not gonna feel it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he still was... wakes up every day and he's Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. He he wakes up knowing he was in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going way back. That's one of his first acting gigs. I would I I would say that he wakes up and knows that he was the original driving force behind Twenty One Jump Street. Ah, I mean, that one's not as well known, but yeah, I can see that. It became became a movie. They rebooted it. Yeah, they sure did. And he did have a cameo in it. Yeah, he did his little cameo. They didn't have Richard Grieco in it, did they? Maybe they did. I don't actually. They did. They did. They had had Grieco in it, too. Yep. They they both die. (laughs) Okay, good. They deserve it. Um, Yeah, it didn't. (laughs) It doesn't cancel uh, depth. So maybe, and there's an interesting thing there. I'm curious, do you have any plans then as your marketing strategy, right? To attempt to get canceled in a high frequency. (laughs) 
so that you could then actually use all that momentum and energy in the Jake Paul style to be like, oh, it's really getting her name out there. No, oh, I couldn't Man. keep that up. <laughs> We, we would have to be like Motley Crue in modern times in order for that to work. Anything in the, in, in the metal world or rock world that, that can get you canceled uh, uh, ends been... up being pretty serious. <laughs> okay. yeah, you have to yeah. do some genuinely bad stuff, probably, and I'm not not about that. All right. Like well, there's always hope. Hopefully your marketing yeah. campaign catches that. I don't know. We're, we're, not, <laughs> we're not mayhem. We're not going to kill our vocalist. <laughs> At least not happen? on purpose. Mayhem killed their vocalist? No, they didn't kill their vocalist. He killed himself, and then they took pieces of his skull. <laughs> didn't they use that as, like, the album cover or something, too? Yeah, yeah, they did use a, a picture of his blown-out brain as a bootleg album cover. And yeah. did this awesome not also not end up as being a theme in a Metalocalypse episode? Yeah, yep, it did. <laughs> <laughs> but again, well, now we're full circle, baby. <laughs> We're coming right back to the popularity that you guys will be achieving that I look forward to, even without being canceled. So good luck to that. I don't know how. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get canceled somehow. It's it's just within our uh, our reach. Right on. Um, with that, I'm going to say, I think this is my call sign. I have stayed too long and said too much. Is there anything you would like to impart on our people before we pass? Just pay attention to our Facebook. You can find Any, us. anywhere, really. Yeah. Yeah. T- Facebook, TikTok. Do we have Twitter? I don't remember if we have Twitter. We'll, we'll make a Twitter. <laughs> At we'll Vandal Heart. What is um, your Facebook group? Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Vandal Heart, but it's spelled funky. It is, let me see if I can pull it up real fast. V A N D A L H R T. Okay, so hearts just spelled different. Yeah. What is the difference between having the E and not having the E in heart? Uh, Availability, probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the actual name of your band is it? How is it spelled? It's spelled normally with an E. Yep. E A R T. It's about, uh, wow, I love that. It's about availability, Kyle. It's <laughs> no, because you get. didn't want to try and put a three in there or something. It's all logistics, baby. <laughs> it was available. All right. I really appreciate you guys coming on, and I've had a no, blast. We appreciate this. you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Please send me whatever you can so I can hear. And also, send me some. Um, you say you do these compositions. So I, when I have some time, I'll try and put something together from composition you have, if you don't mind sending me a Vandal Heart thing, and maybe okay. we'll be able to clean it up for you. Okay. Mm. Sounds good. We can definitely do that. All right. Look forward to seeing you again, Jordan. Take care, brother. And and it was nice meeting you, Justin, as well. It was nice meeting you too, Kyle. Take care, guys.